Hey, it's Bridget and Liz, and you're listening to Dude, Dude Guess, Guess What? what? Hey guys, it's the Dude Guess What podcast and episode 63. Yeah, here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, it's crazy. We were like so good for like a couple weeks. Three weeks in a row, I think. Yeah. And then. And then a big old nosedive. Yes. But there is like legitimate reasons for it. Mm-hmm. Not just like, I don't, we didn't like feel like it or anything. Well, how about you tell them about you then? Yeah. Well, I'll tell them why the first week I couldn't. I know. That's what I'm saying. You tell yours. Guys, I got so sick from Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A did me dirty. So dirty. My mom came in to Oklahoma for a couple weeks. And she flew in on a Thursday or Wednesday. I don't remember. I think it was actually anyway. And um, on that Friday, we took the kids to like out running errands and stuff. And um, and we picked up Chick-fil-A for lunch and the boys just had, you know, like chicken nuggets or whatever. My mom and I shared like a kids meal, a chicken strip kids meal. And then we each got like one of their shakes. And. I didn't even eat. I hardly ate any of it, which is crazy. I think mom ate the whole thing. But um, anyway, that night we started like feeling sick. And then my mm-hmm. mom's sleeping upstairs. And like you I, both started feeling sick, right? Yeah, we both started feeling sick. Well, mom started feeling sick first. And then um, okay. like the next morning, mom comes down and she's like, and so I had spent the night basically like by the toilet because I was throwing up over and over and over again. And um, mom came downstairs. She's like, I had the worst night. I've been sitting by the toilet. And I was like, me too. <laughs> anyway, this lasted like three more days. And then I got better for like one day. And then I was like sick the next like three days. Like. How, tell them how much weight you lost. I lost six pounds, seven pounds. In a span of three like, days? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, I So I don't know if anybody remembers. I got food poisoning last year um, from Chili's at the airport, their queso. And I was so sick with that. Like I, my mom's a nurse. And so she gave me like two boluses of IV fluids and then I just wasn't feeling better. And so I had to go to the hospital and, but basically after I went to the hospital, I was okay. Yeah. Do you know what though? This is like reminding me of is mm-hmm. our beige flags when Ryan said, no, not Ryan. When Anthony said that your beige flag is that you're never at a hundred percent health. Yes. I just have the craziest things happening. Then, um, so this time though, I was sick for a lot longer and it was awful. Like, was it worse than the first time? Yeah. Because the first time it was when you were there in December, you were like having, I was like, bro, something is wrong with her. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard because mom asked me the same thing. 
at the hospital they gave me IV of promethazine but I already had promethazine at home mm-hmm. here I didn't even think to take it when I was sick that one time um and so mm-hmm. it was it was good that I took it here it helped with the nausea and stuff but it was just awful guys like um we think that it obviously we think it was the milkshake but mm-hmm. it's funny well it's not funny we heard that there was an outbreak in like Washington or Oregon somewhere of of a, of a listeria outbreak from mm-hmm. from a milkshake and three people died and three people were hospitalized and then you and mom were the additional two people that were sick. Well, no, I mean it was from a milkshake place somewhere there, like not Chick Fil A. Oh, not Chick Fil A. Okay, okay. But um, they also mom called Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A we went to, and mm-hmm. they told her that they clean their ice cream machine like every other day. Oh, so you might have gotten it on a day that they didn't clean it. Yeah. And anyway, it was just awful and. You're like, great. So what I'm hearing is, is that you don't clean. Yeah, but that just makes me like sick, dude. Like, why don't why don't you clean it every day? Time. I don't know. I don't know. Now, though. okay, listen, this is the other thing. Okay, Chick-fil-A came out with a new sandwich. They also came out with a new milkshake. That's like a caramel crumble shake. And I'm ticked because, guys, once I get food poisoning, I've only gotten food poisoning three times in my life. I will never eat at that place again. Like, it's done you're, for me. You're done with Chick-fil-A. I'm done with Chick-fil-A. And it's sad because I really like Chick-fil-A. Bro, I don't I don't know if I believe you on that. But it's only been six months. No, it hasn't. Eight months. I don't like chilies anyway. Like, I really don't I like chilies. I know you got food poisoning there, but they're little, like, honey chicken tender things can't be beat at chilies yes i love them mm. i'm no, disgusted here sucks mm. well, but um anyway so the other time i got food poisoning we were going up to logan with uh, me and dad and we stopped at a subway and i got sick from the subway okay well duh yeah i've never eaten subway ever ever again i have not eaten it at subway Probably since middle school. Yeah, I mean, I think I was like in high school or something or middle school even because Nick had just barely, I think it was after his mission or something. No, he did a year. Didn't he do a year? He did, he a, did year a year before. before. Yeah. I don't know. I just know that we were going up there to give something to him or I don't remember. But... Middle school sounds right for you. That huh? time. Middle school sounds like a right time frame mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Like either like end of like middle school, like ninth grade or or tenth grade, just beginning high school, yeah, yeah. But it was awful. Just glad it's over. And then like the week after, what? Oh, you were traveling, traveling. Yeah, I am in my travel era for work right now. Um, so like today I'm in Nebraska. Uh, so coming to you live from Omaha, Nebraska. Um, and yeah, so last week I was in San Francisco, this week I'm in Nebraska, and in a couple weeks I'll be in Dallas. Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> trying to think for right now. Um, yeah, so good times. Um, but yeah, so I, I was traveling last week, and I guess I could have recorded last week, but it, I ended up getting in like 
really late for my flight and like by the time I found my hotel and getting food and all that jazz it just was like it was like 7 p.m uh California time so that's like 9 p.m Virgin yeah. time yeah and let's be honest I was like um I was yeah anyway just I can't remember last week I had my uh endoscopy and then I don't remember Austin awesome. what that's for oh um <clears throat> so I don't know if I I yeah I've told about that I have autoimmune diseases yeah, uh, but it's probably forever ago okay so I have an autoimmune disease um it's called ankylosing spondylitis and because I was on medication for years with it, um, it's kind of destroyed my stomach. So I have chronic gastritis. And um, and then uh, I found out like a year ago. No. When was it? Yeah, a year or two ago, I have something wrong with my esophagus. And um, basically, like you have esophagus, right? Isonophils in your esophagus and a normal person should have like maybe like zero to 15 you know I had over 60 in my esophagus and so basically um I have trouble swallowing food and sometimes they have to go in and put a like do a balloon to inflate your esophagus um and you have other issues that come up so it's not fun. Um, so I had to establish care with somebody here because it just isn't getting better. My doctor in Idaho had put me on medication for it and it just wasn't working. And so, um, and I've just been having issues swallowing. And so I had to meet up with somebody here and he was just like, look, we want you to get an endoscopy because I need to see if your thing is active. And because that'll depend on um, like treatment. On how we treatment. Yeah, treatment. And so I got the results back and it basically just says, yes, it's active right now. And that they found like mucosal changes in my mucus. So now what? I'm getting put on an inhaler, a steroid inhaler. And if and that's just a short term thing to help with the things now. And I'm picking that up tomorrow. And then um, if that doesn't work, they're going to put me on an oral steroid, which I really don't want to go to because I've been on oral steroids before for my autoimmune disease. And it just makes you feel yucky and you gain weight and it's just not fun. Yeah. Dude, Bridge, are you ever just like, how am I alive with all the things that you have going on? And you know what's funny is like the doctor, this is going to be a little TMI people. The doctor I went to, he was like, hey, you have AS. I've been diagnosed with AS for eight years now, um, eight and a half years, but I've had the issues for like 10 and a half years. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like, you know, he was like, I actually kind of want to do a colonoscopy because he was like, I'm surprised that you don't have Crohn's or ulcerative colitis because you're like, I probably do. (laughs) and he was but he was like how do we make like anyway 
Um, so I have to give like a stool sample. Yum. I've had to do those before. They give you, it's called like a hat and you like poop it. You poop into it. (laughs) I know. They gave it to me and I'm like, but I was, I didn't, anyway, I haven't done it yet because I was like on my period and I didn't want to like skew the results. Um, Yeah. Because they also like, anyway, so I have to do that because he's just like, I, you could have it. And he's like, a lot of people with AS end up having this. Mm-hmm. So, because once you get an autoimmune disease you're just like susceptible to others yeah you're susceptible to others so what's next guys <laughs> it's uh, autoimmune autoimmune disease roulette for bridget yeah it's hard i mean i hate having an i hate my as like it's really hard one day i will be like wheelchair bound that's sad so anyway bad. go on though Tell me about your your life and then I'll tell you about mine. We have been talking about your life. I'll just I mean, Austin started kindergarten, guys. It was crazy. It was good. He's loving it. Mm-hmm. And Bridget was like really excited for him to start um, kindergarten because she's like, because you, you guys have never some of you have never met Austin, but Austin is like a high energy kid mm-hmm. all the time. So Bridget was like, oh, I'm so excited for him to go. He can like get out his energy and like you know he's gonna be there learning and whatever but my and I was actually telling Ryan this the other day after you and I talked because Bridget told me that he came home from kindergarten and like wanted to play pretend with Bridget and like just like he normally does like on a normal day and I was like here's the thing and I was telling Ryan this I was like kindergarten is probably not challenging enough for him because Austin is very smart so probably the whole day he like is just like like not even like giving it all of his mental attention because it takes like a quarter of his brain to do everything else that all the other kindergartners are doing so meanwhile all the other kids are like expending their energy thinking about you know whatever they talk this is color green austin's like okay when i get home we're gonna play dress up (laughs) mom's gonna do this not dress up hey well you know what i don't know pretend whatever you guys do play mario pretend mario yeah <laughs> so yeah. austin's like probably like just thinking out every line that you guys are gonna say to each other and like so cute though like he'll be you know he will we play pretend a lot mm-hmm. and he'll be like okay mom you need to say this mm-hmm. and i'll be like i won't hear it very well and so i'll say something else and he's like no you were supposed to say like whatever oh, oh he's so cute though that's funny. We can't play Jumanji without somebody being Sally and somebody being Alan. And and he gets his Alan outfit on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And by the way, his name, I think her name is Sarah, not Sally. Oh, is it Sarah? Is it Sarah? I don't remember, dude. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, he's so cute. So he loves daycare. He, not daycare. He loves kindergarten. Yeah. The other thing is one more thing to talk about. Oh, actually, two more things to talk about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, after that, I'm capping you off. I'm just kidding. Okay, guys. Another thing that's like been kind of recent is Anthony had an like an interview thing with um a place in Utah, and um we've always. I mean, it's hard for me. I grew up in Utah. I love visiting Utah. There are things that I don't like about Utah. Um. And if you want to know, you can ask me, but, um, 
we like in terms of like things that we want like um they have sports there like you know they have uh the jazz and um it's like they just gotta have the jazz that's it (laughs) they have sports like the jazz (laughs) anyway so they have sports they have all four seasons. Anthony's a big timer on like having a basement. That's like his thing that he wants mm-hmm. so bad. Yeah. Um, and just like my experience growing up in Utah was awesome. Like just the things my friends and I would do, you know, in the summers and and stuff like that. And An- Anthony didn't really get that um, mm-hmm. growing up in Arizona because it's too hot over the summer. Like Fourth of July is like a fantastic holiday, Mm -hmm. and you don't get like the kind of stuff that you would do in a place that's cooler in terms of weather. Yeah. Um. And so now we have like, um, we don't have to make a decision right now, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like there are three different places that are um that are open that want that need doctors. And, um, the other thing too, is like, oh, we never thought that we would live in Utah because we're like, well, you know, we didn't think that the pay would be great because Mm -hmm. it's like oversaturated market. Yeah. It's oversaturated. But, um, uh, the offer or the, what was given is a lot more than we expected. And it has been more than any other place there is a place in Arizona that we were also potentially interested in and they give a lot up front in terms of like sign-on bonuses and and like all the bells and whistles like um you know stuff like that but their base pay is a lot lower um but the base pay for this job is like I don't know good (laughs) yeah but it's like how do I tell you without telling the number yeah I'm like, how do I, because that's the thing that kind of stinks though, is like he had an interview too with another company in Arizona mm-hmm. and um, their base, I'll tell you after Lou, okay. um, was like low and Anthony was like, and the lady in it, she was just like, and we have this. And the reason why we don't, we leave it this low is because we don't want you to like Oh, and they didn't give bonuses. Like, we just don't want you to go for the money. And you're like, of course I'm going for the yeah, money. No, they were like, we just don't want you to get overwhelmed. Like your first year and two years out of residency, like blah, blah, blah. And she's like, hey, are you ready to meet people? Like, because they want to fly us out, you know, because all of these places fly you out. So if, And they'll if fly your family out Utah, too. So you might come out to Utah? Mm-hmm. When? I don't know yet. We're okay. waiting to hear back. Um, okay. And so it's just like, I mean, Anthony's like, it's just, it's kind of comical just that Anthony was like, their base bay was a little bit offending. <laughs> like, <laughs> not offen- offensive. I got what you mean. Don't worry. Yeah, I was sorry. Correct. My brain is like, by the end of the day, is just like shot. Okay. My other um, important update. It's not really that important. But I've been starting to watch Sister Wives again, guys. I have not. I've seen a couple episodes. I've not it's watched on it. HBO now. It's on HBO. Yeah, it's on. That's what I'm watching on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, because all of the stuff that's been coming out about Cody Brown um, just recently, because like, all of his wives have, except one have left him and they just had a tell all like with two of the wives. And so 
I'm like, hey, I got to get into like, I got to watch this. And it is so addicting, dude. It is. I, I went through a Sister Wives phase when it was just on the TLC app, like when I had after I had Robbie and I watched all the free episodes that I could watch. So I need to get I need to get back into it. Do they, does HBO have all the episodes? Yeah, they have all of them up to season 18. Okay, okay. Dude, but listen to this. I did not understand this. Um, So Janelle is his second wife. Okay, did you know that? So Cody's engaged to Janelle. I already, I already know what you're going to say. Their parents are married. Yes, I did yeah. not know that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just on that. I just had like watched that episode today while yeah. I was talking mm-hmm. and I was like, what? Like that is so weird. Like basically, he's her stepsister. I know it's gross. And sister-in-law. And I'm like, I understand that they're not like the mom didn't have like blood related. Yeah, but I'm like, yo, that's a little bit incesty. Like yucky, (laughs) incesty. (laughs) Hey, Liz. Enough about me. What about you? It's like enough about my favorite subject. Let's talk about my fifth favorite favorite subject. No, I don't know. I feel like I don't know what I said last. Um, oh, I had girl dinner on the 14th, so almost, yeah, that, that actually would we have had in, yeah, no, 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 yeah, the day, yeah, we had girl dinner. Tell us what go- girl dinner is. So, girl dinner is what you make yourself, and it's like kind of like snacks, but not really. It's like the meal that you would make yourself if you're not having to like cook for other people. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I, my girl dinner was um, pretzels and hummus. Cause I'm super into that. Dude, um, I love pretzels. Me too. And then my friend Melanie, she did um, candy salad. <laughs> oh gosh, dude. That's also another thing. Like I love candy. Yeah. And Jill's Jill's brought, um, she made really good uh avocado toast like so freaking good and it i I don't even have like cottage cheese on it as well and dude she it was so good i got and she used this like bread i've never seen that kind of bread before i'm gonna she got from harman's i think think yuli like are really good cooks yeah they're super good it was so good and she like made she made mine for me like she did it the way that she does it it was delicious dude i still dream about it i've never had avocado toast before excuse me yeah. It's 2023. I know, but it's like we gotta we gotta fix that ASAP. So then after that, um we did and then my friend Keisha brought um dinner rolls from Texas Roadhouse. Oh dude, those are good. And they're honey butter. So more other people were supposed to come too, but they all kind of like bailed at the last minute. So but I mean for legitimate reasons. So it wasn't just like I'm just not gonna come. <laughs> like yeah. they were like, hey, like this came up, I cannot make it um so anyway so I did that and then was that your house yeah it was at my house in the basement oh cool yeah uh I'm trying to think what else I did did I do anything fun that weekend mm, I don't think so oh Jalen and I had a staycation one night at a hotel um and we I just rented us a hotel room and we just slept <laughs> literally we met at the hotel at 7 30 p.m and Jill's brought a ton of snacks. I brought a ton of snacks. And it was like we were like hosting a party. And but it was just like Jill's brought like all this stuff from um Trader Joe's. And I just brought like my favorite things from Harmon's. And we stayed up until like nine o'clock and we just were like talking. And then seriously at 8 45, I was like, well, I'm ready to take my melatonin. <laughs> so 
took a melatonin um and we went to bed and Jalen got some sleep and it was great and then the next week let's see we had like the smith family picnic and then i had bunko which was really fun and i have not won bunko in forever you won bunko no i didn't i have not won anything at bunko in forever um and then the biggest news and i'm surprised bridget didn't say anything about this is it was our dad's 70th birthday. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm guess who's the favorite child? <laughs> yeah, you st- it's still you, but <laughs> I'm the one that remembered. So dad's 70th birthday was on Friday. I took the day off of work and we drove up to Logan. And um, on the way there, we stopped in at Brigham City slash Perry and we ate at Maddox or Maddox. How do you say that? Maddox. I say Maddox. Okay. We sat up, stopped there. My dad has been like dreaming about it for a while about going there. So we got, went there. I had Robbie with me. And then, um, from there we went into Logan and we got Aggie ice cream and then we came back down to Brigham city and my dad stopped and got his boss some ice cream from this place called peach city, which is like a drive-in diner type thing. And it was, it was cute. It was really cute little diner. And then dad had a little birthday party on Saturday with some family. And like he ordered um, Brazilian food from two shars. Mm-hmm. And we just hung out. And then Dude, I'm sad that he didn't like order any pastes. Like, no, he didn't. Yeah. He got um, he got a pan de queijo or I think that's what it is called. Oh the, yeah. The-, the cheese bread. And then he got, oh gosh, I can't remember the other stuff like it's like rice and then like a mixture of like beans and sausage and other meats and things like that i can't think of what it's called and then he got these other things that were freaking weird and i do not like them it no, was really. they look like little like i'm not joking you they look like little turds <laughs> like they were brown and like that long i'm gonna have to ask him what they're called because i i tried but basically it's ground beef and flax seed mixed together oh yeah <laughs> oh kibe kibe that's what it's called kibe and i was like yeah that's disgusting and then this morning i was like talking to dad on the phone and he's like well that kibe is just like falafel but it doesn't have but falafel doesn't have ground beef and falafel is yeah i'm like falafel's made with chickpeas and stuff. yeah so then i told dad i was like dad i think you're using that phrase wrong like it's not it's it's you don't say it's just like something but actually it's made with something completely different Sounds so funny. So those are my updates. Not a whole ton. And I've just been traveling for work. And then Robbie, actually, Robbie got um like a gastro something from daycare and he has had diarrhea all weekend and he's at my mom's right now. Um, She's watching him while I'm away. So that way Ryan can work and he has to go in the office tomorrow. And yeah. So go mom. Go Grammy. Go Grammy. Yeah. So that's it. But let's get into the episode. Let's get into the meat of this episode, bro. We've just spent like the last 45 minutes just catching everybody up. Yeah. I hope you guys are still around. <laughs> I mean, we should tell them at the beginning. If you want to hear the story, skip to minute 45. <laughs> <laughs> we totally should. I'm like, we caught up a lot and chit-chatted, so... Uh, but that's what they're here for they're here for that sister content bro that's true because you can't get that 
anywhere else. That's right. So this week's episode is going to be the Babysitter's Club. And we asked you guys for your worst babysitting uh, experiences. And y'all really had some good stuff. Um, did you babysit a lot, Bridget, at all? Um, I didn't. Like, no. I remember one time dad asked me to babysit for somebody in the ward mm-hmm. um, because he was like elder scorn president at the time or something. And oh, and no. I was like so annoyed, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I just remember it was just it, and the thing, too, is I don't think I don't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know them very well and didn't know them a lot at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, Ugh. yeah. Um, Sarah and I babysat a lot growing up, and it's crazy to think about like that. I was babysitting like literal babies, infants mm-hmm. when I was like eleven. Like, would you let an eleven-year-old babysit your two-month-old? No. Yeah, I would never do that now. Like, I'm like, who, who was letting me do this? You know? Yeah. Um, so, but mom had Sarah and I complete the primary children's babysitters, like training, basically, where they teach you how to be babysitters and like do CPR and the Heimlich. Dude, that's you know? funny. Yeah. So we did that. And then also like, I think my mom had us babysit a lot for her friends and that was fine. We also babysat a lot in the ward and in the neighborhood and babysat the um the Schultz kids a lot which was really fun and yeah there was I I I don't really have any like super bad babysitting experiences other than I can like distinctly remember like babysitting babies and being like I don't know what I'm doing this baby won't stop crying (laughs) and oh actually no I have a really funny I just remembered a really funny babysitting story okay tell me okay so I had just finished babysitting the Schultzes and they live down the street from us. And so I walked home and this actually has nothing to do with babysitting. This has to be after babysitting. But I had, at, during the babysitting, I was like, man, I kind of have to go to the bathroom, you know, like when I was at their house, but I was like, I'll just wait till I get home. They're supposed to be home, you know, like any second now. And I didn't want to leave the kids unattended, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I walked down to my house and all the doors were locked and I could not, and, and the key was not in the garage where it usually is. And so I was like, oh, I have to pee, you know, and I didn't want to go go to the Winders house because they were a house full of boys, you know, and I was a child, you know, I'm just weird. So I was like sitting out on the back porch, just like rocking in pain. Because my, huh? Did you pee your pants? <laughs> I was just like sitting on the back porch, just like, you know, like my, my bladder was like throbbing and I was like, okay, okay. You know, like, and I didn't walk back down to the Schultz's house. So I just sat on the back porch and just peed my pants, peed myself. Why didn't, why well, didn't you go in somebody the- else's house? I don't know. I was just so scared, but I kid you not. As soon as I peed my pants, Nick opens the back door and goes, what are you doing out here? Like, and you were like, <laughs> just, did you tell him you beat your pants? I was like sitting in a puddle, my own pee. And I'm like, so you didn't hear me banging on the door, but you had the sixth sense that someone's peeing outside. Wait, <laughs> did Nick know that you peed your pants? Of course he probably knew okay, that. I gotta ask Nick, dude. That's freaking funny. I've never heard this story. Well, it's not like I go around telling it all the time, but now it's on the podcast. Yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> 
why wouldn't you have just like gone in the grass? Like, <laughs> Bridget, I was not thinking rationally. Wait, I, how I old were you again? I don't know, 12. <laughs> You're 13. like 15. <laughs> <laughs> you're like 20 <laughs> last year <laughs> so that's my funny babysitting story that's related to babysitting not necessarily like while I was babysitting but yeah dude that's anyway. funny well let's get into these stories bro do you want to okay. go first or want me to go first you go first since I like took a crap long time talking <laughs> it's like I wonder who took up that 45 minutes of intro <laughs> you need more like, you need like, more. <laughs> okay, let me say, let me say my thing first. In the meantime, we're just like, okay, let me tell you about my my medical history. <laughs> started when I was one. <laughs> it started when I was ten and got shingles. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, oh, wait, I was gonna oh. say something, <laughs> but now I forgot. <laughs> Well, maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> I could put us on a total different tangent. Okay. Well, I'm going to get us back then. Okay. So I'm going to go with the first story. Okay. Me? Okay. 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 One time I was babysitting three kids, the youngest being like six months old, I think, which thinking back to when I find to, to then I find crazy now because I'm not sure I would have trusted a 14 year old to babysit my young baby, but I think those were just the times. Anyway, she was super fussy and I wasn't sure why. So I went to change her diaper and I, and realized she was trying to poop, but it was too big for her. And I tried helping her for maybe 15 minutes with no luck. Luckily, I guess my mom was across the street. So I got her and we helped maneuver it out. Looked so sad and painful and splat ended up with poop all over me. Thankfully, the baby felt better, but that but that definitely helped me to know I was nowhere near ready to have a baby. Dude. Can you imagine? Actually, no. I can't imagine because I have a child, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so hard, dude. Yeah. Oh, poor girl. Yeah. Okay, uh, next one is I was a nanny. The mom expected me to clean the house and watch the kids something she couldn't do herself. She went and got her nails done and I was told to clean all of the bathrooms and get the two, four, six, eight, and 10 year old to help me. Holy cow. The four and six year old got into the food, oh, sorry, food storage sugar and put it all over the kitchen. It was everywhere. Swept, mopped, swept, mopped, then had to go to class. The mom was ticked, but what the heck did she expect, dude? Dude, that's like, that's the thing, okay? I would never never ask somebody to like watch my kids and clean my house I know one I don't want you going through my stuff and two I don't even trust you to like clean it properly but it's like and two your cleaning is not up to my standards it's true though like I I like it a certain way and it's like dude okay I get you need a nanny but why don't you get hired for fire actual cleaner somebody um, that does that for a living yeah um maybe they can't afford both but my Ooh. little nanny so my our nanny was so sweet she'd always be like do you want me to clean anything like while robbie was napping i'm like no you just sit there your your job sit on sit there and play with your phone after when he is napping or do homework or whatever watch a movie like your job's to watch robbie but she was so she was so good though i freaking love her but it's just weird to me dude like 
just I don't know. The other thing, too, is like whatever this mom hires a nanny. I think it's great if people want to hire a nanny. It's not anything against it. I guess I just find it odd unless it's like for work, like you need a nanny for work. I just find it odd that people like hire a nanny just so you can go get your nails done. Yeah. And the thing, too, is like, actually, there are a lot of influencers that do that. Yeah, they do. And I don't know. Yeah, that's because they can afford it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You have the next one. It didn't really happen while I was babysitting, but it was a result of me babysitting. So close enough. The dad came to pick the kids up and my phone was in their stroller. He set my phone on his car and loaded the stroller up. He forgot about my phone and drove away. I used my find my phone and the nicest homeless lady had picked it up and was doing all she could to contact me and get it returned. It was shattered, but I fixed the screen and it was all good. The dad was like, oops, sorry. Dude, I thought this was going to go somewhere different. I thought it was going to be like the dad talking smack like on recording or something. Yeah, 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 me too. Oh, that sucks, dude. Shattering your phone is the worst. How I mean, yes, it is the worst, but how cute that the homeless lady was probably trying to like figure out how to get in the phone so she could figure out who it belonged to. I know. Bless her soul. Okay. I nannied for a couple years and their three-year-old had a tendency of escaping his room. So they put the lock. Oh my gosh. They put the lock on the outside of the door. I put him down for a nap one day and he shut the door behind me and it was locked. Or sorry. And it locked. We were on the second story and I didn't have my phone. So we were trapped. I was worried about the one-year-old napping in the other room. So I had to get creative to get out of there. There was a monitor in the room and his parents and grandparents had access to the camera on their phone. So I found a piece of paper and band-aids and spelled SOS and (laughs) band-aids on the paper and put it in front of the camera and hope someone would see it. Nobody saw it. And we were both and we were stuck in there for almost four hours. Luckily, both kids napped through most of it. I vowed that day to never do that to my kids doors. Oh, my gosh. How awful. That sucks, dude. But I love that she found band-aids and wrote SOS. And she's probably just like standing there <laughs> in front of the camera. <laughs> that's so true, dude. Oh, that like I that's sad. But also I'm like, that's like my worst fear. I'm like sometimes I have to go get like the mail and stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh. You're like, what like, if I get what if I up? got locked out? Mm, I get it. Hey, I went to wake the three-year-old up who was still in diapers from his nap. I went to wake the three-year-old in diapers up from his nap. Walked in and there was a poop explosion all over the walls and bed and him. So much poop. I had never experienced or even known about that existence of blowouts. Got tipped very well at the end. Dude, I let me just tell you, I'm going to go on a tangent here about poop. I used to be a CNA a long, long, long time ago in my many jobs that I've had. And this was like the tipping point for me that I was like, this job isn't for me, is I went to go help one of the residents off the toilet. And because I had taken too long, she grabbed her poop (gasps) all over the walls. Why? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So after that, I was like, "Mm, yeah, this is not for me. 
that is freaking crazy dude yeah that's the other thing is i'm like a three-year-old i have to think of austin when he was three i don't think he would have ever touched his poo like and smeared it on the walls I'm yeah, like I yo mean, you okay you okay boy like, like, yeah yeah i mean this person was like 40 years old with like a little bit of diminished mental capacity but still, I mean, she knew what she was doing. She was doing that to get mad back at me because I took too long. Are you serious? Yes. Because I just said, because I was taking too long. I know. So she was mad that I took too long. So she's probably like, I'll show you. Like, it's like, you know. Did you have to clean it? Yes, I had to clean it. I had to clean it up. Oh my gosh. That I cannot do that, dude. This is the yeah. thing. This is another tangent. I can like change my child's bum and I'm not like. Of course, I don't like the smell, but I'm not like, Whoa, like, you know, dry heaving. Yeah. But if I have to change another child's bum, I'm like, there's absolutely no way I can do that. <laughs> just because the smell, it's just different. And you're just like, Whoa. you're like, I like the smell of my kid's poop. Anybody else's? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. This is the next one. Okay. This family I didn't really know asked me to babysit when I was 12. I said yes because I honestly loved babysitting. Immediately, it was horrible. I stepped on a dead effing mouse upon walking. <laughs> Can this person be my friend? I love it. Already. <laughs> um, upon walking through their door, uh, filthy dishes literally piled so high like in a cartoon. House in a state of complete distress. And the dad was chasing the baby who was running around naked and trying to poop in the corner. Now, as a mom, I low-key can sympathize it, sympathize for it all, minus the mouse. Laugh out loud. But this was traumatizing for a little 12-year-old girl or 12-year-old to walk into. The mom looked like the walking dead. <laughs> as she should. Anyways, the mouse truly set the tone. There were three kids, twins that were three, and a baby that was probably like 18 months. The twins did nothing but tried to manipulate me by saying if I didn't play with them, they would tell their parents I hit them or constantly trying to rip each other's hair out. Since mama didn't raise an OB, I told them what was up and they learned quickly that I don't mess around. <laughs> anyway, somehow by the Lord's merciful hands. <laughs> Who is this person? I feel like we should expose, be expose yourself. Yeah, expose yourself because. Yeah, I just think you talk awesome um sorry where was i oh shoot Hold the on. lord's merciful hand okay any okay anyway yeah i got them in bed and asleep i think by around 8 30 ish and i literally started deep cleaning this house as i almost finished the mountain of dishes the baby had silent silently climbed out of his crib <gasps> he smeared his poopy diaper on the walls leaving a trail to the bathroom oh my gosh where he threw his diaper, a million toys and towels in the toilet and flooded the bathroom quickly. This is like a horror, like a horror film moving to the hallway. I sobbed, called my parents who came to help clean the food, the flood and the baby. After a pep talk from my mom, I decided not to call the parents and got the baby back to sleep because even as a 12 year old, I knew this couple needed this break desperately. When they got home, my parents had already left and I told them everything that had happened. The mom literally cried and apologized. And they were seriously so nice and thankful about everything. They gave me $200. I did end up babysitting for them many times after that, man. But it was never, ever the nightmare the first time is. I actually grew close to the kids, but damn, that first time still haunts me. 
Dude, that was like baptism by fire for her. It was like the worst possible scenarios that could ever happen. She I'm just went- surprised that this person went back. That's what I'm saying. Also, I'm like, $200? I'm going to need more than that. I'd be like, yo, I know that you can afford this. Yeah, 400 Oh, that's, that's so awful. Oh, man. In a mouse? Oh. Okay. The parents told me that I couldn't get on my phone or do anything but watch the children. After I put them to bed, I sat on the couch and got on my phone. I got a text asking me to get off my phone and pay attention. Not only did they have cameras all over the house, apparently, but they also expected babysitters to just sit there doing nothing, just listening for signs of life. Okay, that is freaking annoying. That is freaking annoying and so weird. Like, yeah, the kids are asleep, dude. You've got a baby monitor, I'm assuming. Like... (laughs) You can see they're asleep. Yeah, you can see they're asleep. It's fine. Play on your phone. Watch a movie. I don't care. I just feel like that is such an in- invasive, like, of your privacy. At and least I- if, if they were going to have cameras in there, they should have made her aware. That's what I was going to say is I think they should have definitely been like, hey, just so you're aware, we have cameras. That way, too, this girl can be on high alert. Knowing, like, okay, where can I go? That way, too, she could just unplug the cameras. <laughs> and then just like, I don't know, there was a malfunction. <laughs> oh, geez, dude, I, I could not. Um, do you want to read this next one since it's long and I just read a super long one? Okay, I babysat for a new family only once. They lived in the neighborhood. Uh, uh, they lived in the neighborhood. I had a few years under my belt and was requested often. This family was intense. I thought everything had gone fine. I fed the kids, got them to bed, and cleaned up afterwards. The next day, the parents called my parents in a, in a bit because there was an ink spot on their linoleum. Oh, dude, I can't say this word. Linoleum floor. The spot was no bigger than the tip of a pen. And I'm sure it was there beforehand. I didn't use a pen while at their house, but they s- insisted I did it and wanted us to replace their entire floor over it my dad graciously said he would clean the floor instead they didn't want it clean they wanted a whole new floor after a couple weeks of them trying to get a new floor my parents wouldn't budge to replace the entire thing and settled for one square replacement they then started spreading horrible rumors about me around the neighborhood however everyone in my neighborhood knew me and my family so no one believed them and the family actually ended up moving a couple months later that is so weird they for sure wanted a new floor. They just were like looking for some excuse. Exactly. And it's like, I just, I think that's kind of messed up. I don't know. I'm glad though that they're her, I'm assuming it's a girl, Um, like their parents, like, was like no, you know, mm-hmm. because I don't, I just don't think you use people like that and you don't use people at all, but like, yeah, that is so weird. So weird. Okay. When I was eight, we had a babysitter. He launched me off his feet to land on the couch, except I didn't land on the couch and instead landed and broke my elbow. (laughs) Dude, I mean, I didn't even know that boys babysat, like, unless it was like a sibling, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A Manny. Yeah, a Manny. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that stinks, dude. I just I'm like I need more details like was the babysitter like regretful like oh I'm sure I'm sure they had to like call the parents 
and be like, hey, your child has a broken elbow because I was playing too hard with everybody. Yeah, but also I'm like, did this person ever babysit for them again? Like, did they try to foot the bill for it? Mm. I don't know. Bridge, they're babysitting. You think they can afford a hospital bill? I understand that, but I mean, like, like, did the kid get still expect to get paid? Like, oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, Yeah. Okay, last one. Okay, and it's short and sweet. It's one sentence. I watched a devil child once, and she locked me out of the house. (laughs) It was a Bridget. Literally, I was like, was it me? Because I was that devil child. (laughs) Oh my gosh, dude. Dude, you guys came through with some great... I think I might even have ones from Instagram too, but I like, yeah, I, when did we post this? Three weeks ago. Yeah, dude, I think I did. And I just don't think I can scroll back that far and figure out who it was. It's all good. Um, but anyway, hopefully we can get on a better schedule again. We just had a lot going on and we all know this has been a tough year for the podcast world for us. Podcast, but seriously, thanks for holding in there. <laughs> Literally, we need to say this at least every week or every every time we do. We're like, hey, we're still podcasting. Okay, guys. Okay. Okay. We're just kind of inconsistent. Yeah. It was so funny. I was actually listening to a podcast the other day and they're talking about how to like um, be good at podcasting and they're like, stay consistent. And I was like, well, <laughs> strike one. <laughs> like one against us i'm i'm the it's me i'm i'm the problem yeah anyway (laughs) okay you go you go yeah since you made me lose my train of thought in the last one i feel like we're just in sync tonight little twinsies that keep (laughs) finish each other's sentences that's what i was gonna say All right. It's been real and fun, guys. I'm glad you guys listened and we love you. Glad that you're here. Yeah, same. Okay. Hopefully see you next week. (laughs) Bye.